Hello and welcome to the Sunday Q&A sessions. Today I'm joined with Alex Hadji, Darren and our very own president of the 2019 campaign, Ross McKnight. Um, so first off, we've got six questions for today um, and we'll just jump right into it really. So our first question is from Milsey. Um, seeing as there are a couple of goalkeepers on the show, um, do you boys think that goalkeepers have too much protection? I want to kick off. Go on, Ross. I'll jump in then. Um, yeah. Shock Millsy would be blaming goalkeepers as usual. But um, I think there's two answers to this. I, I agree to an extent. Like the likes of obviously De Gea in recent years, there's been a few incidents where he'll come try and get fouled and then it's just a bit of a shambles really. Um, but the, the one thing that I would say in goalkeepers' defence obviously the game has changed a lot in recent years. You see in centre midfield, a player will get a little nudge and he'll go down. So then if the centre mid gets a free kick, it should be the same for the goalkeeper. But then obviously I think most centre halves would agree that you want your goalkeeper coming, commanding, coming out, taking people out. Like a recent example would probably be Courtois when he was at Chelsea. Like he used to dominate his area. So I think I personally think that they do get a little bit too much protection. And then one further point I would make is just in terms of there's been a lot of criticism for goalkeepers at the minute. Mm. But I feel like to be a good goalkeeper now, you're expected to have the ability on the ball of a centre midfielder and then obviously still have your skills as a goalkeeper. So I think it's a lot harder these days to be a goalkeeper. Daz, you've got a bit of a controversial one to that, haven't you? Uh, well, in terms of it, I, I think they're. I think I don't think I think they are protected, but to the right level. I don't think they should be more protected than they are, but I don't feel like they should be. Shouldn't be any harsher. So I feel like when you're going up for the ball as a goalkeeper, like you, you got your eyes for the ball and nothing else. So if a player, like players, can sneakily come up, leave an elbow or whatever, and if you do make that mistake as a goalkeeper, any any like mistake is going to lead to a goal. So you obviously need a bit of extra protection there. Mm. If it lead, if you get a little nudge and it's leading to a goal and it's an unfair advantage to the other team, it mm. needs to be a foul. I think. Azzy, what do you think? I think I think they do have a little bit too much protection, but they also take the advantage of that. They also like if they're going up for the ball, they might just go down very easily because they're they know if they do, say. they will get that foul. Mm, they're clever with it. I'd say. I think from a defender's point of view, when you the corners receiving the ball out. And, Balls going in, free kicks where it's all in the box and everywhere. I think the goalkeepers use it very well to their advantage. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say they're overprotective because I think in the football game now and everything, you've got people leaving in little digs and little strikes at people, and they do it a lot more to keepers to put them off because it's 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 not easy to get. It's easy to get in anyone's head in a football game, but if you get in the keeper's head, then you kind of got the upper hand on anyone else that you get into in their head anyway. But that's just my opinion from a. I would say to, I don't know about you, Ross, but in a game it is quite easy to fake or like pretend you've been hit from a corner or something like that. I probably have done it in the past. I'll admit oh, to of it. course. Or if you let a goal in, you pretend you're hurt, that type of thing. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! Because you can't risk it if you haven't like been hit. Because exactly. if, it's like, exactly. if it's a slight one and you can like overreact and you can get the foul. Yeah, but then if it if like you were nowhere near it and you're just flapping like the, the referee will see. But you I think can I think, try and buy it. Yeah, but had you made the point that he thinks they go down a little bit too easily, but I would argue 
every player on the pitch goes down too easily. You see strikers backing into defenders and just going down. So it's the same. It's the same difference. That's true. That's today's game. That's today's game. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. If you can get that extra advantage for your team, I don't see why you shouldn't take it if the ref's going to give it to you. Great. Yeah, very true. Anyway, we'll move on to the next one. This one's from uh, Seb, and it says. What do you boys think are the perfect attributes for a centre-back, a CDM and a striker, in your own opinions? We'll go off, go centre-back first and we'll go around CDM and then striker after. How do you kick us off, go on. Uh, For a centre-back, I think you've obviously got to be good at defending, tackling, what <laughs> that position. Definitely got to have good strength and you've Mark got, to be, got to be good in the air. Um, and composure as well, because I feel like in today's game, centre backs are more you're playing out, they don't really play long ball or whatnot anymore. So I think you've got to be able to pass the ball as well. Uh, CDM, composure, I think, is real key for a CDM. Like, if you're going to be picking the ball up off a, a cent- the centre backs or whatnot, you need to know what, know what you're going to do next. Um, also, awareness for CDMs, uh, stamina, physicality. Positioning, just being able to read the game as a CDM, I think is key. And I think C, uh, Kante very, reads the game very well. And he's always there in the right position to make an interception. They're key for the defence, I think, CDMs. And strikers, I think this one's quite hard because I think there's very different, like you can, you can have many different strikers. Um, like an all-round striker, I'd say, has got to have a good touch, got to be strong, got to be able to finish. Um, I think... Pace is is quite key for a striker nowadays. Uh, being able to get in behind mm. and confidence in front of the goal. Like you don't want a striker like Lacazette who's not confident in front of goal. You want a striker like Harry Kane. You know, if you know <laughs> Harry Kane's in front of goal, he's not. Yuck! <laughs> Tottenham fan bringing up Harry Kane. I'll bring that one up later. Guys, what's going? Your thoughts? Um, uh, you got go ahead. No, uh, all, all my strikers do is score goals. I don't really care how they do it. Mm. If you have either score goals or help create goals, mm. if that's it depends. If it's a, if it's a finisher, you want to just score goals, or if you've got a target man or you want to bring other players to the game, yeah. I wanted to do that. But mainly, it would just be scoring goals. However, he does it, and then uh, centre back uh, just to read the game, and then get his head up and make the right pass every time. If you can tackle the player and pass the ball, you like half your job done already. Don't want to messing about or anything too much. It will Brexit, but um, CDM. I don't know. I've never really played him. Played him in field. Maybe just box to box. Makes the right passes. Brings other players into the game. It's yeah. good passing. Is all my three in that position. Yeah, for us. Uh, yeah, pretty much agree. Most I would say for a striker. Um, for me, they don't have to be an out-and-out goal scorer. You look at the likes of Firmino at the minute for Liverpool. He does score a lot of goals, but his first thought is trying to put Mane and Salah in. You look at Bergkamp for Arsenal, didn't score a lot of goals, but he was a very... I know you two hate Bergkamp because you're Spurs fans, but he was a very good player, brought other people into play. So there's obviously mm. different types of... There's just different types of players. I think, you know, each each player can find their own way, so... All, all different types of players for centre mids obviously the boys touched on CDMs um, yeah I don't really, I think the boys have touched on everything yeah I think they're pretty much all the same the only thing I would say like for for a centre back you, I think 
you just have to see, you have to make sure that there's nothing. The only thing that should ever be behind you is your goalkeeper as a centre-back. You should be able to see everything in front of you. Your, wing, your full-back's obviously ahead of you. And if, it depends, obviously, your mark, man-marking or a sweeper. But you need to make sure that you have nothing behind you so that you're aware of everything going on. Similar to a CDM, I think. But I think a CDM, instead of... They have to read the game, obviously. But I, I think you've got two types of CDMs in one sense. You can have one who is similar to a centre-back, reading the game, passing out, controls it, everything. And you have one that's probably similar to like Kante. is like... He's just a Jack Russell on the pitch. He's just everywhere all the time. He's in people's ears. He's annoying people. He's kicking their ankles, everything. They just got to be there. And then to be honest, a striker, yeah, a striker for me, just, I don't get how they score goals. He's got to score goals. Unless, unless like the Liverpool team, where it's how the system works, where your wingers are the ones scoring goals and you set them in, of course. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so next question is from Pato and it is. Who do we believe is the was the best goalkeeper in the world between two, years two thousand and two thousand and ten? Welsh boys touched, touched up on check on Wednesday, but whether anyone has any other opinions? Um, can I take this because I've actually got a few stats for this one? Let's go. Let's go for it. Um, so for me, there's probably five contenders. I've got Oliver Kahn. <clears throat> he was the only keeper ever to win the Golden Ball at the World Cup. Led his team to second and third. He won the Champions League. He won various German leagues. We've obviously got Iker Casillas, who in that time period won the World Cup. He won the Euros. Petr Cech, obviously, as the Welsh boys touched on, his clean sheet record, 24 clean sheets in the 2004-05 season. And Buffon in the 2006 World Cup kept five clean sheets on the way to victory. And then one that I used to love, potentially not the best, so was Dida, played for AC Milan. Um, he won two Champions Leagues in that time period. For AC Milan, in 302 games, he kept 132 clean sheets and I had over 90 caps for Brazil. So those are probably the five contenders for me. I don't know if the other boys have anyone else they would like to bring up. No, you agreeing or disagreeing? Yeah, I agree with the five. I, I'd still pick Czech. I'd agree with everything the Welsh boys said. I just think that in that time, like if you watch some of the games he played in, like, he's making ridiculous saves that you would never expect. But like up with level, like with the level of today's goalkeepers, he would still be up there in his prime. I think. Check. I think Buffon was the best in that time. I think you, you look at Czech here. Yeah. Czech was fantastic, but he only actually started playing well from 2006 to 2010. That's when like his his career was at Chelsea started to to grow. I think Buffon from 2000 started. He started at Parma, I think it was. 2001, he was Serie A goalkeeper for the next consecutively, like for the next five seasons. He obviously won the World Cup. He won uh, the awards where I think it was, I've got it here actually. The UEFA, the UEFA thing, but he won the, uh, the he won the whole thing, yeah. <laughs> I can't even find it. Yeah, so that one up. Club footballer of the year. Club footballer of the year. But, and he was the only keeper to win that, in, obviously, in that time period. Well, still the only keeper to do yeah, So I just, I think throughout 2000 to 2010, he he was the best keeper. Like, Czech was fantastic, don't get me wrong, but the whole period, I think it's beautiful. Interesting. I don't really know. I, I haven't done anything into the keepers or anything, like, but from what the Welsh boys said on Wednesday to what Hadji's saying today and you're saying, Roscoe, I'd probably go with Buffon to be fair, just because it is cons it's consistency. It's like it's like when we say we after a season we say 
De Gea was the best for that season, but it's just like it's just for a season with consistency throughout a long period of time is much more difficult than two seasons of perfection. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's still both still both unbelievable players in mm. in those aspects and through the whole ten years that they played in that in those seasons. I just think that um, one's quite hard because obviously we yeah. would like we wouldn't watch Buffon play week in, week out, whereas we'd watch we'd watch Czech. Yeah, true. So it's kind of a hard we'd we'd only really see the likes of maybe watch a bit of La Liga so you can see us, but we'd mainly see those guys in the World Cup and the Euros, whereas, obviously, as I said, we see Czech every week. So Yeah, Champions League. I know, I, 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 to be honest, I, I don't know where I stand on that one. Hmm. Probably for me between, yeah, probably Czech and Buffon for me, but yeah. not really sure. Hmm. Yeah, well, we can leave that one there anyway. It doesn't look like we'll get to an answer for it. But um, next one is from Frankie. He says... Uh, Football Bible has recently released their top five strikers in the Premier League history of all time. Um, do we agree with them? And if not, who would we choose instead? Uh, the top five are as follows. Uh, Shearer, Henri, Aguero, Suarez, and I believe Mellard Rising says Kane. Who would like to kick that off? Who, who would you put in there? Who, what strikers would challenge that top five then for everyone? Um, Rooney, Drogba... Joba, of course. Probably yeah. Fowler, no. Cole. Andy Cole as well. I don't think he had the longevity. Torres is prime. Is this hard throughout their career or just like at one point in time? Um, It doesn't I specify because it came off the football bible, but let's go, let's go career. Then for me, I think Harry Kane can't be in that yet. Nope. I think it's just to have played in the Premier League. It's like, oh. It's just top five that have played in the Prem. Well, I, like I think five. Kane's got to be in there. Yeah, I think Kane has got to be in there. Got to be in there. The th- you're, looking at, be. you're looking at... No, no, let me make my point. You're, you're looking at Rooney and Drogba, serial winners. Like, Has Kane won a trophy? A senior trophy? Yeah, but We're talking about strikers. We're not talking about winning trophies. We're just talking oh, about who's the best striker. We're not talking about that. We're talking about the best striker. If you put Kane, if you had a, a, a team of 10, 10 donuts, yeah, and you put Kane in that team, he would transform that team. If you had, if you put Drogba in that team, he would not transform that team. Really? Maybe, but not. To the, I wouldn't. Not to I wouldn't listen to that. Way. Way. <laughs> not to the extent that Kane would. Kane, Kane is the all round, all round unbelievable. He will, he will score the most goals the Premier League's ever seen if he stays at Spurs or goes to United or whatnot. If he stays in the Prem, he will, he will be. One of the best uh, they've ever seen. How old's Kane now? How old's Kane now? He's only like 26. 26, yeah. 27, something like that. And yeah. his ratio, his ratio is the same as uh, Omri's, 0.68. Um, yeah, yeah. Right. It's, it's Listen, he's, Kane's ratio is unbelievable. But like, if you look at someone just for argument's sake, say like a Wayne Rooney, like a lot of his career, he played second fiddle. He, he, when he played with Van Persie, Van Nistelrooy, Tevez, he, a lot of the time he was playing as a second string striker. I would put Rooney there. in there, but, but I think you're you're missing there's one main suspect in there that he should be not in there. And that's Suarez. Yeah, I, I was thinking that. Yeah, how many seasons did he even play in the Premier League? Huh? How many seasons did he have in the Premier League, Suarez? Not many. This is why this is why I think is that because I was about to say about like Cristiano Ronaldo at Man United, obviously he was unreal enough to him, but he's not there for long and also he's not a striker, but still. He's not there for long, so you can't put him in that. So why is Suarez in there? Because surely Suarez he's only scored sixty-nine goals as well. He doesn't compare to any like, no, no, the ones that we're talking about. Yeah, 
he was fantastic. He is unbelievable. Suarez, though, like yeah, that, that season, that season, Liverpool came second. He was just. But uh, as you said, he did, Liverpool didn't win anything. So if Kane's not enough because of trophies, then Suarez. But, shouldn't but be my point with Suarez is he's gone on to win trophies. Kane has hasn't won anything. We're talking about Premier League now. I I don't really know the question to be fair. Top <laughs> <laughs> five strikers in the Premier League history. But that that's like ambiguous, isn't it? It could be anyone. It doesn't necessarily have to be the players that have stayed there the whole career. But I still think that if you put them on level with Shearer, was at Newcastle, boys. He was at yeah. Newcastle. He's he was, yeah, we were quite good then, though. They were yeah, team, Newcastle though. were good, and then he won the league with Blackburn as well. So, mm. yeah, Shearer. I think obviously well, he has to I, be in there. I think. From my, my opinion, I think top three would be. I don't know if you boys agree. Top three would be Henri, Aguero, and Shearer. Yeah, yeah, that's top three. That's yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. we. I would put Jogba in, in that top five instead of Suarez. Though. Well, well, I don't even Jogba. Jogba's number five. I'd put Rooney instead of Suarez. I'd have Rooney. The thing with uh, Jogba was he was such a good. He was a big game player. Like mm. I remember FA Cup final against us, scored an extra time. Like Champions League final, he scored the winning penalty. He scored that header. Like that. That's the thing. It's so tough to pick because, like players like Jogba are priceless because on the big games he steps up. Mm. So it's just yeah, it's a hard one. I'm not sure about Rooney. He, he did drop back. He like as he got older, he he fell further and further backwards on the pitch. Right? He kind of yeah, he kind of outstayed his welcome. I think with his career, I reckon he needs to leave a bit earlier. But he's still. But you can't. But you know that was he was getting old. So that's why he was wasn't. Playing Is he like an out and out striker? I, 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 no, he's more like he's more like a ten. He's more like a ten. Yeah, I think you would class Rooney as a striker. That's yeah. where he played most of his. But like career. in in like when he was just coming up, like it, everyone played four four two, so he kind of played as a second striker. What about uh, Torres and Van Persie? Obviously, I don't want to say Van Persie. No, but... no Van Persie's no, no, no. Neither, <laughs> neither not even I'd agree. Neither of them would compare probably to the players that we got on the list that we got sent in. Maybe if they stayed longer, I would say yeah. they, would have, they would have a shot, but but I don't think... Torres, definitely. If he ben. stayed at Liverpool and didn't move to Chelsea. So, what's everyone's top five, then, if we are to? Uh, the three that we said. Shira, Domri, and... Aguero. Aguero, and then... We throwing Kane in there, or not? I'm throwing Kane in mine. Put your, put your opinions out. Oh, I'll give you Kane. I'll give you Kane. Who was their other one? Rooney or Drogba then for me. Suarez and Kane were the other two. And then we had... It's well, between Suarez, Drogba and Rooney. Suarez, Rooney and Kane. Now we said, well, I'll let, them, I'll let the Tottenham boys yeah, have yeah. Kane. You can have Kane. Uh, he's he's alright. <laughs> Ooh, it's a tough one. I'm going to shout out Rooney, I think. I think Rooney. Yeah. Just, yeah he three. could do it all. He could do it all. He could pass and whatnot. He was an all-round yeah. all yeah. player. He's just—he was a boxman, wasn't he? Pretty much. So Rooney for Suarez in terms of Suarez left and Rooney played yeah. the whole season. Hopefully, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm happy with that, boys. So the next question—I'm a bit confused <coughs> as to why it's in this one—but Melard wrote in asking Mourinho or Pep. <laughs> Mourinho. Pep. I don't really want to argue it, to be honest. I'm not that bothered. But you boys kind of go ahead if you want. <laughs> I think Mourinho. Oh, Just, even, as a Spurs fan, I can't say Mourinho. I don't <laughs> like him. 
I just don't like him. Like, can you say he's doing anything positive with our club at the moment? Listen, he's only been there for a couple of months, so I think I think we got to wait and see. We got to wait and see. He's got the squads. If he can't, if he can't, he got the squads. The squad's good Have enough. Have you got any good players? Bergwijn. Dembele can't run. Dembele can't run. Uh, you've got to give these boys a chance. You've got to yeah, give these boys a chance. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying, I know you have to give them a year, but like I, I said to when Mourinho went to Man United, like you could, you could tell instantly they had no side of play. They had no kind of like way. They, I, don't, I don't see with the Tottenham team either. Like we have no style of play. I just can't yeah, see us he, winning games. He, like. he, he knows how to win, and that's 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 what it is with Mourinho. He may not play the best football. And like, if you do compare him to Pep, which which is what we should be doing, Pep's football is completely different to Mourinho's. And if you would rather watch Pep's teams than Mourinho, but Mourinho knows how to win and he has all his career. He's left clubs in such a bad way as well, Mourinho, though. Yes, but, but this is because he, he, he takes like, he loves, he loves the media. He loves getting into people's heads. And I think he's more like, he'll get into our heads so easily, Mourinho. And that's what he does. He, he takes pressure off his team and puts it on himself. When you've got but a manager you... like Mourinho as well, it's just a big name. People expect so much, but if you you have to, everyone knows you have to give a manager time to gel with his club and learn how to learn how he's going to change stuff. So it is a winning team. Yeah. You get that, especially you, you when can't... going into different teams all the time. It's just people expect so much, and then when it doesn't happen at the start, people just slash on him all the time. Yeah, back to I'm the question. You can't, yeah, you can't expect. Oh, I can't. I just hate Mourinho. Like, you can't say the way he's Tottenham have played, Paddy. You can't say you've enjoyed watching Tottenham play recently. No, I haven't. I haven't. But we've got to focus on the question here. Yeah, we are focused. It's Mourinho. Pep. I'm saying I'm, Mourinho, Pep Guardiola over Mourinho. Like, you'd rather have Pep at Tottenham right now than Mourinho. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Oh. Yeah, but, but hold shit, up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Are we answering this question as in who has been better over their career or. Yeah, we need to who's, who's been better over the career, not whether. Pep style oh, play okay. with Tottenham or Marino style play suits Tottenham. I think, yeah, I think Marino's career is done to the season end it. <laughs> yeah, but we're saying. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I'm saying, yeah, probably over the career, I'd probably give it to Marino and what he's done so far. But, uh, but Guardiola's like, he has so much time to. He's still got a lot more to win. Yeah. I think Marino, I just think because of like the Inter Milan and the Porto Champions Leagues, I don't think Pep can really compare to that because. He's stepped into Barcelona and he had the best player in the world on his team. Inter Milan's team, Porto's team were not not very good and they weren't expected to win the Champions League. And I think him winning those with those two teams twice, that's it. That's it. I'm, I'm with Hazard on that. Just yeah, I, I, don't, I personally think if you give um, Pep that Inter Milan team or that Porto team, you wouldn't do what Mourinho did. So, But obviously what but Pep's done... Mourinho would not do that again now. I'm saying Marino couldn't do that again now. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I agree. But I think football's changed. Football has changed. And I don't think Marino's adapted. No, 100%. I, I, I couldn't have it. I, I'm going to give him a year at Tottenham, but I can't have it at the moment. Yeah. Oh, boys, by the way, we've only got four minutes left. On this. Yeah, say, I'm going to skip on to the next question just because of time. Um, we'll make it, we'll give it a three minute one. Uh, so it's from Richard Holman sent in. Uh, saying, who do we think will be the UEFA team of the year in five years' time? Who? UEFA? UEFA, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, boy. Got out, Rich Holman. Um, what are you up to these days? Uh, Hopefully not pestering girls anymore, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, look. 
Yeah, the the UEFA team of the year. Who do you think is going to be in five years' time, Bolly? I think goalie Donnarumma. Yeah, I I think I think Tostegan will still be around. Yeah, how old is he? No, team of the year. Yeah. Oh yeah, my bad. Yeah, Tostegan. We're five players. He's only late twenties. No, in five years' time. Yeah, I think one. Yeah, one of those two. Yeah. Right back, Trent. Yeah, hundred percent. Or, or, or yeah, or yeah, Wambasaka if he pushes on a bit. I I'd back Wambasaka over Trent not like because I think Trent's going to be pushed up to midfield. Could yeah, could be, could be. It, it really depends on what their team's doing. Like I think Liverpool have got more chance than United of winning something in what in the next five years. So, Ooh, I think they kind of got to look at it like that. Yeah. You know what I mean, like Europa League, no one really cares about that. United will still be in there. <laughs> Cheers, Hodge. Centre back. Delit, centre back, Delit. Yeah, with Varane. Varane, yeah. Yeah, Varane also. Yeah. Left, Left back. Left back. Uh, Robertson, maybe. How old is he? 26. Is he? Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Alfonso Davis. Oh, oh, but he, no, does he not play left wing, Alfonso Davis? Yeah. No, he no. He's, he's playing, left, playing left, back. left back right now. He's, he's, he's quick. No, nah, yeah, he plays like left. They play three at the back, do they not? He plays like yeah. left. No, they play left. He does play at left back. Oh, does he? He played left back against Chelsea in the Champions League. And Hakimi as well could, could oh, be in for Hakimi, he looks like a player. He's right back, though, isn't he? What's well, the right wing one? back. Yeah. He'll be at, yeah, he'll be at Madrid. So, so what, what are you Dion? Dion? Dion, definitely. Dion is yeah. mm-hmm. Archer from Barca, he's a baller. Absolute ball. Have you not seen him play? Yeah, I've guy's, seen him a bit. But... Guy's got talent. <laughs> Gnabry on the wing, Sane, Vinicius. There's nah, so many players. Mbappe. Oh, yeah, Mbappe. Yeah. I, think, I think that Brand... boy from Bayer Leverkusen, Havertz. Kai Havertz. I think Rashford, obviously, being biased. I think Rashford will Kimmich, be Kimmich will still be around as well. He's a, he's a lot a of players to pick from. Do you think Kimmich will get into it for a CDM or right back? CDM. Yeah, CDM. So yeah, we didn't we didn't really answer that very well, did we? <laughs> Not very well. A bit of mud. Fire some names out. Finish. What about strikers? Strikers finishing up top two. Mbappe, Kane, Kane, Rashford. Kane will still be around. He'll be thirty. Just he's not going to be done by thirty. Come on. It's not like he's fast anyway. He's not. He's not fast anyway. So you tell me in five years' time, what's he going to lose? His pace. Do you know what I mean? He's still going to be the clinical finisher that he is today. Yeah. In five right, years, well, maybe even up. better. Maybe even better. He's all got right. it, man. He's got it all. all. <laughs> he's got it all. He's got it all. Uh, Sterling as well. I think. Oh yeah, of course. Maybe uh, Sancho. I don't know about Sterling, you know. Phil Foden. Foden, that robot, the robot Holland, mate. Oh yeah, how, how do we forget him? The boy that was made in a Nazi bath, but so enough. He's a he's a robot. He's a robot. Right. Anyway, I'm. It says less than. Well. So I'm just going to wrap it up and say, thanks for watching. If you did, um, and one final thing, make sure to check out our mates at. Uh, shirt hits of fan 83 um, on their Instagram account um, it'll be in the video description uh, they've got a great range of classic football shirts at decent prices and you'll hear more of the collaboration between them and us very near in the future so stay tuned for that and 
thanks again for Ross, Daz and Hadji for joining me on this for Halves Q&A Sundays. And we'll see you again next week. Thank you very much. Thank you.